Liverpool. Wind appears to be veering a bit, Mr. Bunter. Yes, sir. Maybe even for a bit of a blow tonight. Yes, sir. Oh. Uh, Mr. Bunter, you haven't picked up that book I was telling you about, the, the one on spiritualism? Uh, no, sir. Oh, it's a very solemn subject, Mr. Bunter. I've given a great deal of study to it. Spirits, male and female, show a great deal of refinement in a general way, don't they? I don't know. Ah, it's because you don't want to. Yet there are books full of instances, authenticated instances, of supernatural apparitions. Professor Cranks has written on the subject exhaustively. One of the most important men in science. Not only seen ghosts, but written about them exhaustively. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, I tell you quite frankly, Mr. Bunter, you're one of the most obstinate, prejudiced men I've ever met. I did my best to convince the fellow. Night after night, I took the trouble to come up on deck during his watch just to reason with him, as one man would to another, on a subject which, after all, concerned him no less than all of us. Wind's getting up, Mr. Bunter. Yes, sir. Oh, expect you run into some dirty weather now we're around the Cape. Yes, sir. Oh. Uh, Mr. Wilkins tells me that he's lent you some novels yesterday, Mr. Bunter. Yes, you'd have been better employed reading the books I offered to lend you. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid you're not spiritually minded, Mr. Bunter. That's what's the matter. I'm afraid that's what it is, sir. Has it ever occurred to you how useful it would be if the spirits of the departed could be induced to take a practical interest in our lives? Oh, you see, you haven't. Has it ever occurred to you, Mr. Bunter, that undiscovered murderers must be haunted. I'd never thought about it. Ah, there you are then, Mr. Bunter. For myself, if anybody murdered me... Sir? I say, if anybody murdered me, I'd never let him forget it. I'd wither him up. I'd terrify him <laughs> to death. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing to laugh at in that conceited manner, Mr. Bunter. Supernatural visitations have terrified better men than you. Oh, don't you allow me enough soul to make a ghost of? I beg your pardon, sir. I was thinking... I shouldn't wonder, Mr. Bunter, if you weren't one of those people that take no more account of a man than if he were a beast. You'd be capable, I don't doubt, of denying possession of an immortal soul to your own father. Captain Johns, you don't know what a man like me is capable of. forget the look in the black mate's eyes when he said that, clenching his fist and looking at me with a cold ferocity that had murder in it. Oh, yes, he was a man with a secret, a man with something on his mind, a man who perhaps had something on his conscience. I remember thinking just that, the night the storm hit us.
Mr. Bunter, Mr. Bunter. Uh, haven't you made all fast in your cabin? Mr. Bunter, the place is a wash, man. I'm sorry, sir. Why the devil don't you lock the drawers under your berth, Mr. Bunter? When the ship's heeling over like this, of course they fall out. You might have turned the key in each of them before going out on deck. Oh, confound it. Smashed. Both of them. What the devil can I do? There isn't another bottle till we get home. Four months. What the devil can I do? Can I help you, sir? Oh, made a proper mess, ain't it, sir? Yes. Wait a minute. No, no, no. No, go away. Leave me alone. I'll clear up the mess myself. Uh, very good, sir. For whatever his secret may have been, Bunter refused to share it. His cabin was tidied with the door locked. It wasn't my business to inquire just why. Well, the storm died down within 24 hours and the weather set fair as we entered the Southern Ocean.